This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Uh, it's very special to be here in the Masifta, named after a Rebbe of mine. Rabbi Yitzhak Tendlzach was my Rebbe, and just sort of a snapshot of the person that I remember, and I think everybody who passed through this year remembers, is his tremendous his tremendous joy and simcha in learning. He would be sitting there with a big stack of farm, and you could see him learning the Gemara and coming with, up with Akasha and looking very worried, and his uh, brow was furrowed. He would start looking through this farm, one safe, another safe, another safer. And at some point, either he would find a teretz or he would think of a teretz that struck him. And his entire being would just light up. And he would beam from ear to ear and his eyes would be full of joy. And then he would go around telling people the teretz. That, that, that sight of Simcha Satayra, of Ched was extraordinary. And it's a sight that evoked in us a tremendous cheshek to learn. There is nothing as contagious as a sense of simcha and a thrill and uh, Baruch Hashem, we were zocha to have that and every time I come to this base medrash, refurbished base medrash now, um, it um, gives me, uh, it, it reminds me of, of that scene, of that snapshot I have of him. We're here at, we're, we laid Pasha Shlach yesterday and the summer is coming up and I think there's the kudis here that there's an akuda here, a very important mitzvah that's really relevant to us, and that is mitzvah tzitzis. The Gemara in Menachis Memdalid goes through about somebody who found an extraordinary zona and paid a lot of money and went through a lot of effort to find her, and then as he, um, as as he began to um, get ready, the tzitzis came and smacked him on his face and he basically desisted. So Chazal over here are pointing out how important Mitzvah Tzitzis is that they're capable of preventing a person from doing even a difficult Avera. It's not clear in the Gemara what is it about the school of Tzitzis that is so unique. Um, it's a tremendous Mitzvah. It reminds a person of all the Mitzvahs. That's good. But it's hard to believe that anybody who's out to do an Avera of Znus really forgot, happened to forget the Sif and Shoharuch, the, the, the Simon and Reza that speaks about the, the Arias. I, I don't think it's a question of forgetting a, a Halacha. It's a phenomenally strong Taiva and having a pair of tzitzis, what is it that really, what does it evoke in the person? Um, there's nothing there that reminds you of Gehenim. The, the, what, what exactly is the school of tzitzis that it can protect a person from such a terrible Avera? The Medrash here gives a mashal. It says, mashal. Somebody is cast into water. The captain throws out a rope. Grab onto this rope and don't let it and, and don't uh, let go of it. If you let go of it, you're going to die. 
So long as you are Davik in mitzvahs, um, you as so long as you Davik in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Chaim Kol Chayim. V'cheinu Oimer Hachzik b'Musalt al Taref Nitzra Ki Chayecha. So Chazal seemed to give us a, a marshal over here that this um, tzitzis is like this rope that uh, that's being that being uh, cast over, and that is what. Is saving us. Chazal are not. I mean, today we understand Mishalim are sort of entertainment value. A speaker has to speak. He has to entertain. A nice muscle is is entertaining. That's that. Chazal um, used Mishalim midarke chachma to help give us an understanding of things that are hot and same without a muscle. So, I mean, the muscle seems to be simpler than simple. Um, the muscle of a, of, a, of a rope is it's a lifeline. Mitzvahs, tzitzis especially. I guess tzitzis is like a rope. It's a string, and that's a lifeline. Very nice. I mean, is is there anything, is there anything that the muscle really, really illuminates for us and gives us any type of um, understanding that we wouldn't understand without it? I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a lifeline. You hold on to it. You hold to the world of mitzvahs, the world of chayim. There's nothing, nothing here in the muscle that seems to enlighten me that I wouldn't have had without this Chazal. And Chazal did not give us just stories. Chazal, each point that they made is giving us an understanding, is, is, is illuminating something. One more Gemara. The Gemara by Yosef Atzadik. It says, um, when he went in to do the, when he went in, by Eshes Potiphar, it says, "Vayikay mazev yov habais habais elasas melachtoi." Rabbi Yechonin says that he actually came to do the avera. In other words, his intention was to sin with her. His father's image came to him in in the window. Amalei said, "Yosef, asidin achicha sheyichtavu al avne efoid." Your, your brethren are going to someday be inscribed on the Avna Ephod, and you're meant to be part of it. Do you want to be erased and be known as the Roazonos? Um, and so on. So, Chazal um, tell us that. Yosef actually intended to do the Avera. He was overcome by Taiva. His father came to him in a chalon. The was now in a chalon. And he told him, listen, your brothers are going to be almost scribed in the ephod, and you're meant to be there also. Do you want to be erased from that? And that's it. Um, so this Chazal leaves us puzzled a few things. First of all, Yes, it's true. People like pay people like uh, COVID, and that's fine, and maybe not so fine. But people like COVID anyway. But it's hard to believe that a person would forego taiva when he's in the throes of taiva for a little COVID. Um, you know, it, it. I mean, this event about being in the in the in the in the in the Avne Eifod were was hundreds and hundreds of years in the future. 
um, they do maybe even a thousand years, um, not quite, no, if you, the mission was a few hundred years in the future. Um, the Taiva was now, and you know, it, it, it's it's very hard to believe that if somebody's out to do an Avera, running to do an Avera, we tell them, listen, you always get Mafta you're not going to get Mafta Yaina. No, I don't have a hard time believing that people would actually stop doing it. The second thing is, let's assume yes. So that's not saying a lot about Yosef Atzadik. I wouldn't call him Atzadik because of that. You know, neither Kinnah nor, nor Taiva nor Kavit are great. So, so the question is just, did he have more Cheshik for Kavit or more Cheshik for Taiva? I mean, not a, not a very, very big, um, you know, difference in terms of Godless on them, would you call him a tzaddik? Oh, fine. So, it, it, yes, halachically, covered doesn't have really a, um, you know, just no isurim. This is terrible isur. So, you'd switch one for the other. But I certainly would think twice before calling him a tzaddik and so on. So, why is he Yosef a tzaddik? It's also very interesting, Taisus over here. Taisus says, um, it says his father appeared to him in a window. So, Taisus over here. It brings you Shalmi and so on. The Tema says, "Ktsas min nolon the nearest of bechaloin." How do you know it was a window? Um, so, bechaloin hoya. So, what's the? It, it says there's nobody with him together in the bias. So, so it must have been a chalon. Is it really? I mean, it, it seems almost nitpicking a detail. Um, Chazal tells us he's doing so because I was there. The Gemara does say chalon, which is interesting. I mean, when a person has a, a fancy, it wasn't real. It was. It wasn't. Uh, it was an image. Um, so, so that image. I mean, wherever, wherever he wished it to be, that's where it was. Um, that uh, this that the problems with this Gemara over here. So let's take a look at a Rambam. And, the, the, and we're going to learn up a Rambam in Hilchesteus that gives us an extraordinary understanding of human nature and what motivates us and how we act. The Rambam in Perek Shishi in Hilchesteus speaks, it's like this, Derech bri shal adom nimshach oisav of so people tend to read it as one unit. People are affected by other people, influenced by other people. Then the Ram says, The Rama, it's not one sentence. It's two separate sentences. Two separate um, ideas. One is, the Rama just gotten through explaining the first few prokim, how a person on his own is supposed to try to better himself and to, uh, and to make himself a, a better person and so on. That's up to here. Now the Rama says, there are, and the Rama speaks in Hoseus about um, a person has an innate nature that he has to work on, and a person also is brought up in a certain way, in this certain it is certain feedbacks and certain um, training and, and upbringing that affects a person. But the Rambam says something else here also. 
the Rambam says a person is affected by other people. Yes. So if my friends badger me to do something, or I want to be on my friend's good side, or my friends keep telling me to do this or that, those are things that affect me. There is another nekuda that affects a person, and that is the society that he is part of. And this is what the Rambam says. When the Rambam says, Lefikach, uh, he says, A person is A person's default actions are the actions of people um, in a society. Uh, a person who lives uh, in America is going to act American. He's going to eat with a fork and a knife. He's going to see his sense of right and normalcy and default behavior is society around him. That's what God created us, that we be like the society around us. If a person lives in China or in Ghana or wherever it is, he um, acts like other people. And, that's, and that is his normal behavior. In other words, society around us creates the framework for normal behaviors. That is, so there are two inyanim here. There's the inyan of um, being mushba, but there's a much deeper inyan that my normal behavior, my sense of right and wrong, and my default setting will be a society around me. That's what the Ram says here. So therefore, Ram says two things. I need to stick to good people and, and, and not be mushba, bad people. I also need to live in a place that people are, um, are, 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 where the society as a whole is a good society. If not, it's not just a question that any individual will be mashpi on me. My sense of what is normal and what is right, what's normal dress? I look around me and that's my default setting. I could be frumer, I could be less from, but what's the right setting is that. So we have a very important and crucial fact in determining what a person is and his behavior and so on. But let's let's use a marshal. Imagine um, I'm a, an American ambassador to some far up country, to Mali, to uh, Madagascar, and I come there. I obviously don't feel an inclination to be like anybody. I'm an American, and I have to interact with people and so on. But my customs and so on, even though I am there, but my, cus- my, 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 my activities and everything about it are some- from somewhere else. I, I don't have the, the um, I, I don't feel that I'm part of the society. Let's say I've been there for a while and decided it's wonderful there and um, I, I'm going to stay there. So now I've mentally and emotionally made an adjustment and said, this is my society, and I'll stop being like that. So long as I'm the American ambassador, I'm not part of the society. I may be there, but I'm part of something else and some different environment and, 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 and part of a different society. That is the difference whether I will try to integrate or not. So the determination of who I am, where I am, what I'm part of, is going to be the first 
and the default setting of my normal behavior. I may veer, I may, you know, I, 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 I may uh, do something that I know is wrong, but my qu question is, what's my sense of right and wrong? My sense of right and wrong is determined by the society I come from. So let's go back to the Chazal and the Gemaras and so on. Um, the mitzvah of tzitzis. So a, a, a person is an neshama that came down to this world and is now living in 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 a in a in a, in a, in a framework and and you know the framework that I'm conscious of is a physical framework of of a homistic world and that would determine my normal behavior this is who I am this is what I do now I come and I and and I I I will act homistic I will act with my physical inclination and so on because that's who I am, that's what I am. Chazal gave that marshal in the Medrash that it is like a person in water who is being held with a rope to the ship. People cannot live in water. Um, the Gemara says, you know, that, that even even people on ships, this is called the Yama, no until they come back to the to the, to the to the solid ground to terra firma, because a per, water and waters is a is not a place for human habitation. People don't live there. People are not part of that of, of that society. So a person in water cannot live. There's a ship, which is a piece of land. If the person holds onto the ship, he's part of the ship. He, he's by extension an appendage of the ship, and 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 the qualities of the ship apply to him. That is what a rope tethering you to 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 the ship does for you. So Chazal are explaining the, the deeper dynamic here is there is water and there is land. It's a person cannot survive in water. Period. A person as long as he holds on to land, even via rope, he's part of that. And the mitzvah tzitzis, keshokul kenekulam, not just to remind you all the halachas of all of them. Keshokulam means tzitzis is, implies a ruchnistika world. It, it, the full complement of mitzvahs are ruchnistika world. And they are that which a person holds on to. So uh, let's think a little bit, let's even give a little bit of a sense of, 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 of what the mitzvah is like. I have a baguette. The baguette is a woven, interconnected threads. So the baguette is solid. Out of this baguette, solitary fibers come out. A fiber is not part of the baguette. It's not woven to the baguette, but it can be knotted onto the baguette. And as long as it's knotted and, and connected to it, it is by extension part of the baguette. So long as tzitzis are kosher tzitzis, they're part of the baguette, and I can walk with it on Shabbos, and it's not carrying. Tzitzis become puzzle, there's a problem of carrying, because they're no longer part of the baguette, they're strings, they're not part of the baguette. So the mitzvah of tzitzis is this nakuda of having um, something which on the one hand is not really part of the baguette, but can hold on to the baguette, even if it is not part, part of the baguette. That now let's go back 
to the points raised in the Chazal over here, both by Yosef Tzadik and, and the uh, story with this person in Menachas. A person, the, 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 the Gemara says that if a person eats in, 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 in Rishus HaRabim, he's Pasal Edus. Rashi says because if he's not embarrassed, what's going to stop him? In other words, most of the things that we do that are right or better said, most of the things that are wrong that we stay away from, it's because w- w- our sense of right and wrong tells us it's wrong. It's not because there's a book, or just we have a sense of it. And the social framework that we're in is the prime determinant of what we see as right and wrong. That's a very important point. Now, the um, so long as a person is connected to the world that is right and good, that's how he's going to act. And therefore, let's go back to Yosef Atzadik. Yosef Atzadik's big nisayan wasn't. It didn't start with the taiva. It started with his identity. Is he a Yisrael who happens to be in capture? in the land of Mitzrayim? Or has he become a Mitzri? His family has cut him off. They have cast him away and cut him off. Rashi brings in the end of Baruch Kosai that uh, a, per, uh, a person, Shema Taim, a person will say, since my my master's worship of Zara, I'll also worship of Zara. He's, he's, he's being polarized, I'll be polarized. Was that a heter? No, the answer is, listen, I'm gone. I'm not Yisrael. I'm part of, this This is my world. My world is I'm a slave to a guy. If I'm a slave to a guy, I'm a guy. And that's who I am. It's natural for me to feel that way. So, so the, 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 by Yosef Atzadik, his big sign was to decide um, who he is. What is he? And when he had this, um, this vision of his of the Musyuk Nashal Aviv. He, he it, first of all it meant that down deep he was connected. And his father told him, You are still part of the Shvatim. Your name is going to be under everybody else. This is who you are. You're one of the Shifte Ka. Um, and that's I think why the the the, the, the word Chalon was so emphasized. In his room and his immediate environment he wasn't. He was a Mitzri. He was locked into Mitzrayim. But there was a window and an opening to something outside. And that something outside connected him. That was the rope, so to speak. He wasn't in the garment now, but he, but he was connected to the rope. And the way in which his father expressed it was, he said, do you want to lose it or not? And that's how he, um, and, and, and that's how he held on to it. So, so his it wasn't the cover of being else. It was the sense of being there. He reconfirmed to him who he was, and the Mela once he was one of Shiftekor, that then he acted like Shiftekor, and he acted like the tzaddik of them. Um, I want to I want to share an interesting story, which which goes into tremendous um, understanding of course Anefish. There was a person named Reb Gadl Eisner. He was one of the, um, he was probably the biggest mechanic in Ger. He survived the war. 
he rebuilt Ger in the Chinuch aspect there at Israel. He was the Mashgiach, Mashpia, in Svasemes, and Svasemes in Tel Aviv. And uh, he was from the biggest Mashpiyam in, in, in Ger and the rebuilders of Ger Yeshiva and so on. And Ger, the whole um, philosophy and ideology. He was a phenomenal Pikeach. And there was, a, after the war, there, he was for a few years in Europe, in Eastern Europe. They, had some sort of yeshivas and tried to bring people to you know to put together whatever was there to, to you know to let everybody get out there was there was still a lack of clarity what would happen and one of his former bachram came to him and he said rebbe he said you know i'm i'm engaged I said oh very nice so the bacha said but actually she's a goya she's a polish goya so god told him listen as far as halacha goes, I, I have to tour adoch. It's a very t- difficult Indian. I have to go through the halachas again to tell you a clear halachic uh, tshuva. But it's not uh, an asik for chsidish bacha. It's, it's not the appropriate shira for chsidish bacha. And the bacha dropped it. Now, when we look at it, we think that story is absurd. But it's not. It's absurd on a very cold, logical basis. This bacha felt that he was gone. I mean, nothing was left, and this is, you know, he's someone else. When he told him it's not Vachsir Shabacha, he sort of subconsciously gave him the sense that he's part of a society, of uh, that he's one of the Bachram in in Sharim or whatever it is. Then, then he had a very different sense of himself. You know, I'd like to spend a few moments to speak about Ben Asmanu coming up. We think of a yeshiva as a place where we get instructions, maybe some personal instructions, guidance, counseling, and so on. Um, those are all obviously very important. But more than anything else, a yeshiva is a world. And we call it Olam HaYeshivas. It's a world of yeshiva. Um, it, it creates a society. It creates a framework. It creates a template of behaviors that are expected and norms and so on and so forth. And more than anything else, more than a direct halach and direct moves, this is what keeps us on a straight. We, we, we're B'nai Yeshiva, we feel we're part of an Olamator, we feel we're part of this Yeshiva, and the norms of the Yeshiva apply to us. We may be Nixla sometimes, but we see it as the exception, as a failure, rather than kind of who says. We have a long summer ahead of us, and what what changes rapidly is more than anything else is this sense of belonging. Who are we? Where do we belong to? What are we? we we're not part of it anymore. And, that, and that's a tremendous nisayon. Um, because we're now part of something else. Or minimally, we're not part of the yeshiva anymore. The, 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 it's, it's important. Each person, you know, everyone has a very different setup or whatever. It's very, very important that each one of us find a framework, a chabura, a chavra, those people who are zoha to go to a place where there's serious natura is certainly wonderful. But having a chabura, chavra group, something where we still retain the sense of belonging, that is our lifeline. So even if we happen to jump into the water, but we're still tied and we're still holding on to something else. It's 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 um, this, it, it's it's an, an understanding that the person's called Sanefish that his default actions will be will will be determined by he, what he perceives as his society's framework, 
And uh, each person finding that way, that's his lifeline, that's his tzitzis that holds him onto the boat. And as long as he's holding onto the boat, he's part of the boat. He's not part of the water. He's an extension of the boat in the water, not a, 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 a fish in, in the water. Bez Hashem, we should be able to find that structure and be able to, to even grow as long as we have the right type of habur, the right type of environment, Bez Hashem, we, we should grow the summer, Bez Hashem, and come back and ever strengthen the nature of